Welcome to The Orphic, where we talk all things beyond ordinary understanding. I'm Alyssa Sokol with Interdimensional Astrophysics. This is Michaela with Mariposa Moonchild. Hello. Hi, everyone. Um, so to start off this episode, we're just going to do a little bit of a grounding in. So if you're driving, please don't shut your eyes. And everyone else, if you have the chance, just Close your eyes for a second, put your hand on your heart, and let's just take a moment to ground in and relax. So imagine roots coming out of your root chakra at the base of your spine and grounding down deep into the earth. Deeper and deeper and deeper they go until they wrap around a large rose quartz crystal. At this time, you can feel the bright white light energy from Mother Gaia filling up your roots and coming all the way back up into your root chakra into your body. This white light circulates around your body until every single cell in your body is vibrating with this beautiful bright white light energy. Now at this time, we'll take a few releasing breaths and just release anything that's negative or heavy today. So take a big breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pause. Open your mouth and let it out. Releasing anything negative, anything heavy, anything that's weighing you down. Again, one big breath. Fill your lungs all the way up, all the way up from the middle of the earth through your roots. Hold. Open your mouth and release. Anything that's not serving you, anything that happened earlier today, any anxiety and stress, let it all go. We'll do one more. Big breath in. Pause. Fine, open your mouth, release, finally letting go of anything stuck or stagnant, anything extra, letting it go. And when you're ready, opening your eyes and arriving back in this space. Awesome. I love that we are um, starting with that. I think that it's uh, it's definitely a little different. Um, I don't think people are going to be used to starting a podcast and taking three deep breaths when you start, but maybe people will uh, learn something from it, learn that it changes your experience because something that I learned in my Kundalini classes this week is breath is wisdom. So when you're lacking wisdom, breathe. Um, mm. It's true. Yeah, I love that. I think it's just a nice moment to take a second and just ground in because that also like vibrationally can change the frequency of what you're listening totally, to. Of course. So yeah, yeah. And can really anchor that into your body for a deeper type of integration as you process. So, and that's with what we're talking about with everything yeah. beyond ordinary understanding. I'm really hoping to open up those chakras and let that stuff really integrate and anchor in for our yeah, audience. Definitely. Um, and breath work is so important. So, um, so yes. today we're going to give a little overview of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so we're kind of, uh, some of the astrophysics or more like physics-y cool topics, um, that I'm going to, uh, 
bring to the table today have to do with some uh, cool unsolved problems in astrophysics, stuff about the universe and how it's all connected and just really, really interesting things that we don't understand. So I want to talk about that a little bit um, just to really kind of start us off on a astrophysics-y um, kind of note with the podcast um, and really hopefully like make, uh, make, make it interesting for people and uh, have people thinking about the universe a little bit. And then I also want to talk about quantum physics and, and the quantum field and kind of how in, our intentions um, affect our reality and, and also a little bit about glitches in the matrix and the Mandela effect, which people might have heard of. Um, yeah, so these are the things I'm going to be talking about. Um, and we're also going to be talking about spirit guides a little bit too. Michaela, talk about um, what you wanted to bring up today. Yeah, I'm going to talk about um, spirit guides and what it looks like to have a spirit team on the other side and who are they, why they're here and what kind of ways they're helping us and what we can look out for or be aware of um, when they enter our and, field. Um, so, yeah, we're also going to get a, a firsthand look at my own spirit guides, right? Some of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're also going to do a little bit of a channeling on Alyssa's spirit guides and see what that looks like and what's going to come through. So that's going to be super cool and fun. I also wanted to mention while you're talking about the astrophysicist stuff, um, you had recently talked about a reading you had about where you were like this light in the center of the universe. And I thought it'd be really interesting to touch on that a little bit and explain how that is actually um, a synchronicity to your thesis that you're working on right totally. now and your PhD that you're finishing yeah. up. So that'd be really cool. Um, and then also before we get into these topics, I would just like to start with, uh, Alyssa, how are you doing today? How, Me? how are you? How's it going, girlfriend? <laughs> Me? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, I've actually been doing really well lately. I'm I'm in the process of some some intense healing, or let's just say I'm I'm coming out of a really intense time from 2022 for myself. Um, a lot of depression, a lot of addiction, a lot of a lot of things that I am definitely completely down to get into more on here. Um, I'm an open book. Um, but yeah, so right now I'm I'm working on my working on my dissertation, working on finishing my PhD. Depending on when we release, um, it might be before or shortly after I get my PhD. But um, yeah, what I've really been working on is like resetting my nervous system. So our nervous system is like the most important thing to how we function because mm -hmm. all of our nerves right they're connected to our brain and the truth is like our nervous system is it completely sets up the way that we operate and if your nervous system is out of whack then all of all of your life is is going to be out of whack and so it's connected to the brain right and so one of the things that i've been getting into um as a new practice of mine that i'm really loving is kundalini yoga and some people um obviously everyone's familiar with what yoga is in general and a lot of the things um that we do in kundalini some of them are regular yoga practices the I, you know the way that i would describe kundalini i feel like is it's yoga paired with it well what it is is, is yoga paired with strong intention and strong like mantra and so what mantra is is um sound that has uh, is yeah just words i mean any mantra you know you can use the mantra like i am well i'm healthy um but so there's these mantras and they're really high vibrational and so when you breathe in and when you when you replace your mental uh monkey mind with these mantras with a high vibrational mantra they completely just like set the uh change the set point of your of your vibration and kundalini is um so it's about that but um 
the other thing that's so interesting is, um, yeah, it's also, speaking of the nervous system, we do a lot of mudras. And so what a mudra is, is just putting your hands in different positions. And this is something, part of the reason that I'm so into kundalini and why is because I really want to understand how it works. So um, like the fingers are kind of connected to the planets or in the practice of kundalini. I believe the pointer is the Jupiter finger and the middle finger is the Saturn finger. Mm. I think pinky is Mercury or something. And so there's these there's these meditations that we do where you are so specifically like putting your hands in different positions and Kundalini is all channeled ancient wisdom. But what everyone says is that it's actually like it's going to it's the science. It's the medical science of the future. It really is like we are on our way to implementing these things to heal us. Um, and it's just so fascinating. And it's just all these movements um, to really help the nervous system and help with breath work and all these things. And, and uh, you know, we do a lot of things, where you, breath work things, where you get a head rush and you just, it completely resets you. Things like breath work, that's, what, that's why I've been getting so into this lately because it just completely resets you if you're having a if you're having a bad morning if you're feeling like really whack like if i'm after i do one of these breath work things and also what it is is it's strengthening it is strengthening your body and what i've learned in it is that strengthening your body is strengthening your aura this is this is actually the main thing that i've learned in the last few weeks uh and which is important for me because i am just coming out of like a long period of time like a few years where i like really wasn't connecting with my body and I wasn't moving my body. Um, and I'm learning in these last few weeks or so of a practically daily practice of kundalini, um, the st- physical strength of your body is directly correlated to your uh, spiritual, emotional, like all of your your auric well-being as an auric, as an aura. Um, so I've been... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of cool that you mentioned that because I had a session today with a client and we talked about how her aura was very like bogged down by heaviness. And I see that with people a lot where it's like, if you want to think of your aura as like a little light inside of your chest, I'm so close to the mic, as this little light inside of your chest. And then it likes to move out. And if it's a healthy aura or it kind of like encapsulates your body, but I wasn't seeing that with her. It was really tight inside of her. So there was barely any light shining through. And there's this really kind of dense heaviness around this. And I can really relate to that because that's how I used to be and probably on some days still am. So then that's where I talked to her about some tools that came from her guides for emotional regulation or just like regulation, which is exactly what you're talking about. And with that regulation, you're able to expand that a little bit more and then sit in your own confidence and your own trust and move throughout the world Mm -hmm. like that. So it is really important for these types of practices because then we're able to, yeah, align to our higher purpose or whatever that is right it's like these are the things that actually give you the strength to show up in in life and i am living exactly i'm living proof of it in the last two weeks i went from being very dysfunctional like a month ago to all of a sudden i'm practicing this my nervous system is balanced i'm trusting myself i'm making the commitment to myself and um and 
all of a sudden you you just have the energy you have the ability to show up and uh and you have the trust in yourself to show up and yeah that's really it's really interesting and i mean that's cool as part of part of your psychic uh gifts and everything that you're able to tap into that and see that your client's aura is weakened and yeah that's such a thing that uh part of yeah part of kundalini is is strengthening the aura and and the aura originates from the magnetic field it's it's a torus shape that comes um out of us yeah exactly so how have you been doing what's up with you yeah I feel like I'm overall pretty good also like kind of just riding that wave and same as you just finding kind of what works as to how I can regulate myself and kind of set myself up for success because I would say not very long ago I'd also sometimes be in that dark place where it felt like it was really difficult to do these things but I know you said earlier um the word commit you're committing to your practice or whatever and I think that I can also relate to that and how once you decide to commit to something and then you have your devotion there how that also helps strengthen the aura and helps you move through so um did I answer the question how Mm -hmm. I am probably not really (laughs) how am I I'm I'm okay things are good things are good I feel like I don't have much more to add to that today. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. We'll just have to crack you open a little bit more next time. A little we, bit. I'm like, I'm like, what's what's coming through for that? Not re- Yeah. I don't know. All right. We will. Other days, will there'll be more. Oh, there's going to be plenty more. Don't you guys worry. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, let me think if there was anything else I wanted to add to that. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to make one other note about that. Yeah. That idea of, of that commitment. And I think... Um, I just think that in, when it comes to personal like self-development and self-growth and everything, um, I think like you're not ready until you're ready to uh, yeah. make those decisions. And I wasn't ready for most of 2022. And, and I just have like the awareness of that, you know, I'm like so aware. And when I was doing really badly, like I was so aware that I was not ready to do these things that I knew that I should or could do. And just kind of like all of a sudden I was ready and I was able to. And um I think that's important because I'm really keen on not like telling anyone what to do or like not yeah. uh, even like I mean you could su- suggest things or whatever but the truth of the matter is uh if if you're not ready if you're not in that space then you're just not going to do it and that's also okay <laughs> that's the other that's yeah, the other totally. thing it's like you can lead a horse to water but you can't force them yeah to th- and that's the other thing it's completely okay if you're not ready like i'm so um not into forcing growth on on people or in yourself or anything like you you just literally can't you literally can't like <laughs> sometimes you'll try and maybe you'll try and keep it up for a few days or whatever but maybe you're just not ready to sustain it um so so that's another yeah, thing. and that's okay and that's okay if you're in that space yeah. like I believe that there's no good or bad there just is so I think the main thing is just being aware of that mm-hmm. and I was thinking about that today because I think it's also really important to be like when it comes to because I, I will obviously be talking a lot about healing we will be talking a lot about healing yeah. we already are with like our self-regulation stuff like that that we're not here or even when you choose to embark on a healing journey we're not here to fix anyone or you don't need to be fixed you're not broken so I kind of like sat with my guides a bit and asked like what that meant and they meant that again there is no good or bad there just is but then it came down to wanting to emotionally regulate to strengthen the aura which we already talked about to be able to step into that timeline that you see for yourself but that doesn't mean that you have to 
uh, fix yourself or that you're broken. All right, so let's start talking about some of the things we're going to talk about today. Um, Sounds good. I guess I'll start a little bit with the astrophysics stuff. Um, Yeah, so um, on my Instagram page, Interdimensional Astrophysics, I I was thinking to kind of start this new – um, series of uh, about unsolved problems in astrophysics and what I really want to do is bring that awareness to people um, of what is just first off just how much there is that is unknown in astrophysics and uh, like a simple example um, and uh, well just things that people might have the average person that doesn't study astronomy uh, might think that we already know because a lot of these things are just in our solar system. Like, for example, one of the things is we don't know why the outermost layer of the sun is like similar temperature to the core of the sun. It doesn't make any sense. Um, mm. That's our own sun. And we also know a lot about galaxies that are really, really, really far away. But there is unsolved things in our sun that we don't know. And so um, how do you even know what the temperature of the sun is on the outside or the inside that seems wild to me how the fuck how the fuck do you know that Alyssa? you don't know that um (laughs) (laughs) prove it prove it (laughs) um well basically the way that you measure temperatures is um (laughs) you're like i learned this in like my first year of school this is so juvenile well well, no it's the it's the concept is uh black body emission it's any 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 body that's radiating light has some temperature associated with it so a black body is in theory a perfect absorber and a perfect emitter so this is like what you learn in like astrophysics not even astrophysics 101 it's more like astrophysics 251 whatever i did at colgate um shout out (laughs) and um and so so there's a spectrum there's that there's an energy distribution spectrum of some source of light and based on where it peaks uh there's a there's a like equation to describe how the energy is a function of temperature and so the temperature of where it peaks in that in that uh formalism uh is how we figure out the temperature of things in addition to kind of some other measurements and also, in general, just I feel like for some reason I am called to mention this, temperature is a, only a measurement of how fast or slow particles are moving, and that's it. Which is a measurement of energy, and we are here to talk all things energy. Exactly. Uh, also, okay, I believe you. We can. All that's right. fine. All right. <laughs> Great. I passed. Um, so... Okay, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about today that I thought was a kind of cool introduction because it talks, it encompasses the whole universe, but it encompasses a, a really important aspect of it, which is that everything is connected. So this gets into, I mean, the there's a deeper side of this that gets into quantum physics a little bit, um, because the truth is everything is connected. It is a big universe, but quantum physics states that a particle at one end of the universe and a particle at the other end of the universe can know about each other. So technically, um, spatial separation is not as big of a limitation or a factor as we think it is. And we don't understand how that works at all. Um, Yeah, that's wild to me. But I don't know shit. so, (laughs) (laughs) So... You might have heard of the Big Bang Theory, not the ah, show. I, yeah, I have. I have. Great. Might have. Um, so 
it's a pretty crappy theory to be honest oh i said it oh i said it she said it she said it she said it um so i want to talk about how um some of our some of the ideas that we have in the big bang theory um are are invoked but are ridiculous but are invoked to make sense of these things that are don't make sense okay so what i so so i'm bracing myself here um so we have a large universe right so we're in the earth if you look out to one so earth is a globe or so we think <laughs> Well, that's a topic for not today. <laughs> for um, time. The, phys- the physical Earth is a globe. Um, yes. So essentially, okay, the universe is thirteen point seven billion years old. So what? When we so this uh, this this is called the horizon problem in cosmology. So cosmology is a study of uh, of the large scale universe and kind of how the universe came to be. Cosmology involves the Big Bang theory, all that stuff, and the expansion. Because so we live in from our current understanding, we live in uh, a universe that is expanding, and the expansion is accelerating. So it's not just mm-hmm. like exp- mm-hmm. so what that means. So it's not just expanding at a constant rate. It's accelerating. It's moving out. Uh, again uh, the velocity is increasing so yeah um i got that so the so the horizon problem is that first off it kind of it necessitates that every part of the universe had to be together at some point that every part of the universe uh know had to know about the other parts at some point and that's also a kind of loop to like the big bang theory and why um why because right the big bang theory says that everything started i mean even i feel like most people probably have a little bit of an idea of what the big bang theory is even if they don't know they're like oh yeah you start and then it just explodes right um yeah yeah totally and so that goes along with the idea that everything was once um was once connected and so when we look out on at both sides of the universe, we look out in all directions of the universe. There's something called the cosmic microwave background, which basically is just like the the background temperature. It's almost like, um, yeah, just like the ambient temperature of the universe. So um, we have these, yes, we have these telescopes, or we have, you know, we have the ability to like image uh, full 360, like all around the Earth, and make these make these maps and diagrams. So the temperature of everywhere in the universe, like the background, the microwave background, is the same to five orders of, uh, like five, uh, five orders of magnitude. So what that means is like five decimal points out of the, Mm. of the number. Cosmic microwave background is 2.73 Kelvin. Uh, and most people don't measure their temperature in Kelvin, but astronomers do. Um, so 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 this is so this is what it is we look out and we see to five de- uh, pr- that's so i'm saying this is high precision this is not just like ah oh, similar ish like like this is part of why this is so baffling high precision mm-hmm. the temperature of everywhere in the universe all directions is the exact same and yeah, what that means is that at some uh or and so so the the reason that this is confusing, the reason that this doesn't make sense, even with kind of like everything coming together in a sense, is because when you look out in one direction, um, basically like when you so when you look out in space, 
uh, we're looking back in time, right? Maybe you've, maybe you've heard that before. Like, right? Like, oh, those stars yeah. might not even be there. Those galaxies yeah. might not even be there. So you're looking yeah. back in time. And so we can measure how far back you're looking in time. And so that's basically how we know that the universe is 13 billion years old because when we look back, and it's actually called the look back time in astronomy, okay. we look back and we see, oh, okay, 13 billion years, cool. But there's multiple directions, so it goes thir- so say you're standing here and put your arms out it goes 13 billion years that way and it goes 13 billion years that way that doesn't make sense because together that's 26 billion years not 13 billion years if you all right if you're kind of visualizing it as like this expanding thing so that is one conundrum and part of i believe part of what um is invoked to explain this is that is the theory of inflation. So there was a period of time shortly after the Big Bang, I believe like 10 to the negative 42 seconds shortly after the Big Bang. There's, oh my God, I think I remember that from studying from a qualifying exam. Some mm-hmm. numbers get burned in your mind. Um, so there was a period of time that was like extremely infinitesimal time that the universe expanded extremely rapidly, like ridiculous. and. This is invoked to explain that, to say that um, these temperatures must have all known about each other because they were they were connected, right? Um, inflation, though, and I always love to mention this, we had uh, at UMass like a few years ago, or maybe it was like my, one of my first few years, we had uh, Jerry Ostreicher, one of the most famous, well-known cosmologists in the world. Um, he came in and talked to us and we had lunch with him and he was like, well, I don't understand inflation. <laughs> and so I actually like, I quote, I guess if I've Fair given enough. a talk about the universe or like uh, cosmology, I, I like to quote that um, because it just, it was so funny to me that like this, the top cosmologist and right, we have these theories going on. Big Bang Theory, this is really the standing theories and they're maybe being questioned, but we don't really have anything better. This, this, this is a ridiculous uh, idea and not to say that ridiculous things can't exist, but it's basically, it was like a, the way that it was created was like a backtrack. It was like, all right, well, these things must have been touching each other. So there must have been a period of time in the universe where everything just went crazy and expanded and then it stopped doing that and then it started doing other things. And it's like, oh, well, that must be, it was like, that was the only way to explain it. Mm-hmm. So how is this making sense to you? Um, (laughs) it's a lot to take in, but what I'm getting is that there's a lot of mysteries in the universe and that we don't know anything, including one of the top guys of the cosmology or whatever. He's just like, fuck, I don't even know. I don't don't get this. I don't understand that. So there's a lot of room to, um, speculate Mm -hmm. as well as a lot of room to probably, learn or right. channel or right. um fill in the blanks here mm-hmm. i'm yeah, like basically so, we just we just don't know like as, as far as science has taken us we still don't know so many things about the universe and that's yes. what i find really interesting yes we don't know and so yeah and so of course i'll i'll work on as the podcast goes you know i'll, I'll work on my astrophysical uh explanations and all these things um <laughs> to yeah to make them understandable you know we're getting there we'll do it but um the, the, yeah, the takeaway dumb it down <laughs> the takeaway that i want everyone to uh bring home from this uh 
or at least definitely as it pertains to like our own curiosities in the universe and the spiritual aspect um is definitely has to do with that temperature thing that i mentioned that the edge of the edge of the universe everywhere all has the same temperature out to five decimal points um and that means that everything is connected and we just so i just want to clarify so like a star a burning star that you think would be like hot molten lava is the same temperature as just like the the space oh no sorry okay no thank you for clarifying um i mean i mean like the um like the background radiation of of the universe so kind of just like it's almost it's almost like the remnants it's kind of just it's kind of just like the background scatter of everything um, okay. So it's not the individual objects. There's variation, like okay. um, within the like you're universe. Speaking about literally the space, like right? The space. Kind, yeah, exactly. Okay. Kind of like okay. the space, yeah. but like, and I know it's hard to envision. It's even hard to envision for me, and that's why a lot of these cosmology concepts, like there's some other unsolved problems that are way harder to envision. I feel like this is maybe a little bit easier to kind of grasp on. It's the background temperature. It's just like kind of the remnant radiation temperature of the ambient edge of the universe everywhere we look out all 13 billion years ago is all the same and so it means that everything's connected and Mm -hmm. the moral of the story of this is that um we kind of have this theory as to why it's all how it's all connected and that theory even by the top cosmologists in the world is is completely like questioned so yeah so i feel like bottom line even where we have progressed with science and stuff we still don't know we still don't don't know about a lot of things exactly which is which is really interesting because i feel Mm -hmm. like nowadays a lot of people take things as fact and that we whatever's put out there in articles and this and this is like fact and that's it and we know but there's a lot of things that we don't know exactly and um so yeah thanks for bearing with me on that one that was definitely a bigger concept some of the other unsolved problems in astrophysics that i'm going to talk about um are a little bit more you know maybe just about a single star just about how the single star operates when you talk about the universe it's a lot it's it's even even for me it's a lot it's a lot to uh conceptualize well do you know anything bigger than the universe uh no well so that that would be a lot (laughs) would be (laughs) Um, so yeah (laughs) right 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 yes um okay well that was fun um (laughs) yeah i mean i love to learn i was definitely interested i I think it's great right so i'm gonna talk a little bit um before we get into spirit guide stuff um just to kind of add in one other fun topic, especially in these first few episodes, right? Um, where we really want to give you guys like a sample of what we're going to be talking about and just kind of things to like really break your mind. Um, sorry, but like that's the way that <laughs> these things work. Um, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about like the quantum field and um, glitches in the matrix and kind of about our intention and how our intentions modify things. Um So essentially, like quantum physics states that nothing is really rigid, like nothing really is nothing. Nothing really exists in its in its uh, one spot. And I guess a a little bit about um, a little bit about the origin of this kind of has to do with the uncertainty principle, which uh, which deals with um, 
the electron clouds outside of atoms and how they're just moving fast. And the, the general idea is that you can never really pinpoint the location of anything. And that's important. Like you can like you can never really pinpoint the location of something. Um, everything exists in kind of this probability state. Uh, mm-hmm. And actually, yeah, okay, this is good. This is all. This is kind of just coming to me now, which is great. That's just the way I want it. Yeah. Um, and so everything, including our lives, including every path that we take, is a probability function. Meaning, yep. it's a, it's it's not one way. It is a it is a set of different probabilities. Meaning, one thing has a higher probability. Than another thing. Um, so maybe there, maybe like maybe the highest probable timeline of this morning was me sleeping uh, late, not doing Kundalini, which is exactly what happened. Maybe the second most probable timeline of what happened uh, was something else, right? So, so that's the ideas in in quantum physics, and I just want to really like mention that, yeah, that that that's how that's how it also applies um, to our to our lives and and um, and to the to what, what's happening in our lives everything everything is a is a probability that's why psychics can never truly predict your future mm. there's always a different set of timelines that are probable definitely and so, so you're telling me that there's multiple realities that are existing at the same time that's yes by default that is exactly what that would mean um, okay and um what what happens with like um and it's Oh, right. And so this is the other aspect of it. It is your observation of something that makes it exact. So everything is always existing as a set of probabilities. So there's so many, there's, uh, there's different probabilities of different timelines. Some, yeah, some are more likely than others, right? Um, it's, it's your observation of something that kind of makes it real and makes, so like once you observe that once you observe a single timeline or once you what you you could either do by like energizing it and kind of thinking about it uh to kind of like increase the probability of it once you observe that timeline or like once you live it out like all the other timelines collapse mm-hmm. um, okay yep so um so that's kind that's kind of like a like a general like a general idea well so i guess for in terms of of, of timelines it's not um I think that yeah I th- I guess I'm I in terms of in terms of the collapse maybe I'm more so thinking about like um yeah there is there is like some aspect of quantum physics that is a little bit black and white like that so I guess you know I'm, I'll be getting into a lot more quantum physics but for now and for for just what I want to talk about today um this idea of things being a little uh, they're a little wiggly <laughs> yeah so I think they're even with fluid. that to touch on that just gonna keep doing this so, so when you come when you say that the <laughs> the higher <laughs> probability of something that would also be in another term manifestation yeah wait what do you mean <laughs> okay I, this came to me when you were talking about yeah, it yeah let's, let's go back there go. okay so when you're saying the hot there's a different set of probabilities and when you think about something then you're kind of going into making that thing be the higher probability yes. so that is a direct um manifestation correct direct example of a manifestation in that way correct yes so that yeah, this is so this is perfect uh segue into just glitches in the matrix and kind of kind of how how they might happen so um okay so a glitch in the matrix is when um 
is when you is when uh you basically hop between realities and so when the the scenario that kind of has to um, be existing to let this happen is that or the times where this is most likely to happen is when you kind of energize two separate realities or say there's some decision or say you're on the fence about some decision right you're equally putting your intention into this say like an easy example is like um and I'm gonna tell a, I'm gonna tell a glitch in the matrix story that I heard um, from someone I I think it was from Elizabeth April actually um, an interesting glitch in the matrix story about about this car thing. So um, say you're t- trying to choose between two different cars, right? So you really in that case you're really energizing two timelines and you're thinking about them too and you're playing them out and this is another reason um this is another way kind of how glitches in the matrix happen or they can also happen by kind of just subconsciously wanting something to happen but so so say say you're on the fence between something you're energizing two timelines in that case maybe those timelines end up having so in the in like a curve in like a bell curve probability distribution function those timelines kind of end up having similar high probabilities. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. so you're energizing those two timelines. And um, once you choose one, the other one doesn't necessarily go away because, uh, because all of these realities exist, right? Because just because, I, just because I didn't choose to move my crystal over here 10 seconds ago doesn't mean that there's not another reality that doesn't mean that that reality doesn't exist um so all the realities exist but you just energize another timeline yeah that's what i wanted to touch on too is how every reality exists and i think that's really important to touch on with the listeners too and i think we'll probably get into that a little bit more with each episode but every single timeline every single reality out there exists so the one that you live under a bridge in a box that reality exists i'm Mm -hmm. sorry to say but the one where you make a million dollars and you live in your dream home that reality also exists and everything in between and outside of that so that's really interesting because once you understand that and then like what you're talking before once mm-hmm. we can decide or we can go to the highest probable um reality we can start actually putting ourselves and moving ourselves onto the timeline that mm-hmm. we want to be on and moving realities so if you want to go i don't want to say it in a hierarchical way so i don't want to say like up the ladder but yeah. you're able to yeah move realities based on your beliefs and your mindset and a bunch of other things that we'll also get into. Right. And it's like even just like, right, I'm describing this in the context of glitches in the matrix, but even just having this understanding. Uh, and I've seen it too with people in my life, like my cousin that I kind of talk about this. Like now my cousin starts talking in terms of timelines. She's like, well, I think there's a timeline for this. And just even having this understanding can can change the way that you think about things in your life, which is pretty cool uh, and which can help manifest or or you can just start thinking about things really differently. Well, it gives um, you a sense of control too, where, oh, instead of like life is happening to me, I can actually control this and I can choose what timeline I want to go on or I can work towards that. So I feel yes. like we should probably dedicate almost like a whole episode at another time to like this whole yeah. topic because there's a lot to get into. Because pe- there's people that are probably listening that are like, okay, great. I can choose my reality, blah, blah, blah. How? How do I do that? How do yeah. I choose my reality? How do I get onto my highest timeline? And that's something yep. else that we can um, absolutely dive into. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and that's so, a little nugget anyways. Yes, definitely. Um, and 
Right. So it's like once you have those reali- those realities energized. Um, now, so now getting into glitches in the matrix, this is a little bit more of a specific, uh, just like a little fun thing that can happen with quantum physics because it's so weird and because nothing's really so defined. If you, right, so you have those two realities. If you are in some, uh, or especially if that decision was not necessarily, um, you know, there wasn't so much care about that decision. It was, you know, you weren't really like investing so much onto it. Uh, just to say glitches in the matrix happen more often with uh, mundane topics because when we are attached, oh, this is actually really, really important point to make because because when we're attached to an outcome, that's us energizing a timeline. Us being attached to an outcome uh, like either in a good there, you know, there, there's more to get into with that, obviously, because there's like bad, atta- there's like attachments that aren't as healthy. But but just by if you have a polarity to it, if you're like leaning one more one way or the other, you're putting more energy, a higher probability into something either to have it exist in your reality or just like in your field or something like that. So glitches in the matrix happen more often when it's a topic that's mundane because the reason for that is because when you are not observing your reality so rigidly because like right like what I said when you observe your reality that's when that's when things become rigid. When you're observing your reality and you're like this is there. That's when mm-hmm. things become rigid. If you kind of step back and you let the quantum field move back into its waveform and everything becomes a little more loosey-goosey and especially if you're not super attached to something that is when you can experience a glitch in the matrix because you're not grabbing onto things and so you can almost see it as like so you're sitting back like right you're not not physically uh you're not so attached you're not so attached to this topic i, I love what i'm doing with my hands here i, I hope that it's really painting the picture yeah um, it is you're not super attached to anything the quantum field is going to do the quantum field. It's going to be loose. It's going to it's going to not be rigid. And so when that happens, there's multiple timelines that are kind of they're just they're floating. There's multiple timelines. And when you're in a state that you're not really so, you know, you're not forced, you're not forcing anything, you're kind of just existing, you're like, "Oh, whatever, I'm experiencing whatever." Your reality becomes a little fuzzy and you can hop into one of those timelines. And then even like an hour later or a day later or something, hop right back into oh, the yeah. So that is what a quand, uh, sorry, that is what a glitch in the matrix is. Um, and I just wanted to, I'll just give the example of um, this. I think Elizabeth April, who is a, uh, like a psychic channeler that we both uh, like, uh, had given this example uh, when I started learning about glitches in the matrix. Like, I think she was at, she was, she was somewhere, um, and uh, someone had a certain kind of car in their garage or she, you know, she was visiting a friend or something. And she asked about the car and essentially she saw one day she saw the car as like, I'm going to say like a Toyota or something. And, and she was between a Toyota and a Jeep. And one day Elizabeth April was in um, in the garage and she asked like, oh, something about the Toyota. And she was and then she said it to the person and she was like. I don't have a Toyota. I have a Jeep, but the other car I was going to get was going to be a Toyota. And so that was a glitch in the matrix because she, because the person that experienced this hopped into the timeline where that person bought the other car and it was validated when she went to talk to her and she said, "Oh, I just saw this car." She was like, "That's not the one I have, the one I but it was the one I was considering." So I hope that that kind of is able to complete this picture of 
energizing timelines and your intentions and how things just become not super rigid. And another, uh, and just the last thing um, on this, which this is also a topic that we can talk more about, is the um, the Mandela effect. And what this is, is like half of the population remembering something one way and the other half of the population mm. remembering something the other way. And um, actually, uh, ooh, I'm getting chills. OK, and I actually have a really cool one of the examples of the of the Mandela effect. Berenstain Bears. Berenstain Bears. And I have a cool connection to this because my sister's sister-in-law is in the Berenstain family. Did I tell you this? Yet? No, you uh, like tell the me original. That. Their, like her grandfather or great grandfather like wrote made the books that's interesting okay before um, you get into it i just want to say like i want to mention that to listeners i'm curious on their thoughts have if they've noticed like the berenstein bear thing because i very much did but i'm curious to see if other people did too oh, yeah like totally. i literally i yeah i remember the books that were spelt the one way and then however many years later you look back at it and you literally can't find tv you can't find any of the books that say like the i don't remember this one spelling versus the other spelling but i remember that how like different it was and how you couldn't find anything the same anymore and that was so so weird it really threw my mind for a loop so i'm super curious if anyone else experienced yeah. that i mean I, right I'm and sure i've talked did, to friends but... about the mandela effect and and i and i have friends that have ex- that have experienced like different versions of the mandela effect yeah um, yeah and so just to exp- just to kind of close that loop um one way to explain it and all yeah so so my sister's sister-in-law um she is yeah she's in the berenstein family and i can confirm it's s-t-a-i-n Lovely girl, I love her. Uh, anyway, so so one so basically, I think an explanation I've heard put forth about about why this happened is like when uh, and so I don't know how how literal this is, but it it paints the picture like when he when whoever like immigrated from to Ellis Island or whatever and 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 started the name Berenstein or whatever, uh, you know, you have to like create your last name or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was on the fence there was like some oh, there was so some cool. indecision when that, that, that name was like being created uh or being decided upon and that is what caused the berenstein uh bears um mandela effect wow that see that's really cool that you know that because elsewise i wouldn't have known that that person was thinking about the two different types of spelling that's a yeah. crazy one what are some other ones there was I think like the Statue of Liberty, like where it was. Have you heard or seen that one? No. Huh. Well, you're in New Yorka, so you yeah, should I know, know, right? I should. You know, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. Oh my god. <laughs> Me neither. But apparently, okay. What is it? What's is there? Okay, is it on an island? Yeah, it's like in the water. Okay. Apparently there was I obviously don't know very well so I'll just like loosely say this but there was yeah. like there's like pictures of it being not on that island there's like pictures somewhere that exists I'll have to look Watch. this up after of it being like more like on the mainland and like that's how it actually used to be and now it's on the island and people like remember visiting it and it wasn't on the island it was like on the mainland really? yeah I'll have that's to crazy. I'll have to look it up that's but crazy. my phone is recording me, so I'm kind of tied at nice. the moment. There we go. <laughs> good. Well, that's good. It's still recording. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. I think I'm definitely going to be talking about all this stuff more. But for one of these first episodes, I it's a topic that uh, is super interesting. It breaks people's brain. 
that's exactly the things that I gravitate to. So yeah, it's and right it's also like yeah, it gives an idea of a few different things that we'll be talking about in the future and getting into. So if any of those things sound really interesting, stay around, mm-hmm. tune in. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's let's switch it over to our other topic for the day. Okay, let's do it's it. Time to talk to my spirit guides. Let's, what do they want to tell me? Let's talk to Alyssa's spirit guides after I go to the bathroom. And this podcast is sponsored by. <laughs> Just kidding. We just started out. We don't have those yet. <laughs> okay. Spirit guides. So I feel like it's interesting because most of the sessions I've done lately, I'm like, okay, I'm going to tap in here. Spirit guides. We're going to do it. Yeah. And then I look at them and they kind of have this blank look on their face. And then yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Right. Do you know what your Forgot. spirit guides are? Not, every, not everyone knows. <laughs> no. And I forget that too. I forget I it all the time. I was to a podcast actually i think it was a workshop recently where they're like remember you're you're the expert like not everyone's going to be on the same like level as you and i need to remember that a lot that um i'll be more in like i'm going to be helping people learn about these things instead of like talking to you sometimes and how we know about all of these things Mm -hmm. not in like a good or bad way but anyways um, yeah in a way that we're sharing our experience yeah so it makes sense that a lot of like the people that I work with they don't necessarily know about that yet because they're coming to me to learn about that but yeah sometimes I forget that people don't know so as I explained to them um we are all born with a spirit team which are spirit guides that are on the other side that are assisting us from the other side so I mean at another time we'll probably also get a little bit more into soul contracts and what a soul contract looks like but our spirit guides before we are born have made contracts with us in the universe to assist us from the other side as we navigate this like earth plane so our spirit guides by the term spirit guides are a spirit but they can look like an et spirit or an actual et which is also um maybe a controversial controversial (laughs) topic that we will get into um as well as they can be loved ones who have passed they can be people or souls that have been in past lives with you they can be animal guides i have an animal guide um that's a protector they can be i don't know what else can they be Alyssa? i literally wrote this down um, on the list the other day well i wanted to mention that the et spirit guides uh have the same kind of uh or part part of the Part of the reason that uh, you can talk about this more like part of the reason that spirit guides are your spirit guides is because those are souls that you've had connections with in other lifetimes. And so that is the that's the reason. So the so it's not like some random uh, alien is just going to be like, I'm going (laughs) to help Alyssa with her life today. I mean, that would be nice. But that's um, true. That's a good point. It's uh, so the reason that there are ET spirit guides, uh, the origin of it is that you maybe have had another lifetime on a different planet and um, that was your family member or something on in a different galaxy or something. And so so that is why we have ET spirit guides. And um, if you do have, have a lot of connections to uh, other other planets and stuff like that but just like just like the human spirit guides so like human so human spirit guides can sometimes um be someone that you maybe maybe you didn't know them in this lifetime or something but you had other earth lifetimes with that person so so real i feel like one of the most important thing about spirit guides is that uh and and this really helps people kind of establish a connection with them is that uh they love you and they uh are really connected to you actually and you know them it's 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 like 
it's like your sister in this lifetime is just helping you from the other side. Like that's really what it is. And that kind of, I think helps people um, maybe open up more to it or connect with them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also possible to have um, spirit guides that are actually on the earth with you too. I, I feel like that's a little bit more rare, but you sometimes you can have mentors who are also, also your spirit guides or who would be if they crossed over or vice versa. But yeah, anyways, I think it was good that you uh, pointed out that we're yeah. really connected to them because we've been connected in another lifetime, if that's earth or somewhere else. And then right. it also is like, um, it, it is the spirit or the soul. So when we say each like at one time or yeah that could yeah could have been like the the physical being or like the physical the physical and but it's yeah it's the spirit that we're connecting with and then um also angels are a big one like Mm -hmm. literally like i know you're jewish but like in the bible they talk about like the angels that came and visited or like watched over and stuff and like yeah those are them a lot of us have angels too to protect us and to guide us as well yeah and all of these i feel like we're so much saying that we'll get into this we'll get into this but we have so much stuff so yeah sorry sorry guys in advance so stay tuned um but I guess there is like different dimensions that these mm-hmm. spirit guides can reside in. So like an angel would reside, I think they're in the ninth dimension. So they're pretty yeah. high up there, like very angelic energy, as right. in some of the ETs might be more in the fifth dimension, which is still um, a higher a higher frequency than what our Earth right. is so right now. But higher dimensions are just like higher higher la- layers, higher levels of, of consciousness, um, and. It is kind of easy to think about because it's it is in a sense like a little bit like the afterlife would be like a higher dimension because it's not as physical, right? Like yeah, um, souls and uh, spirits that have like crossed over or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a high it's a higher plane that de- that is not so dense and fit and de- bound by the physical dimension. Yeah. So anyways, your spirit guides, your spirit team are really your spirit family and they're here to help you. And what's also really interesting is you have been or probably have been their spirit guide in another life. That blows my mind. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my, like what? Like, I mean, the other thing is we're probably being like a a aspect of our soul, of our consciousness is probably being a spirit guide right now because everything's so multidimensional like we're we're a spirit guide to someone else right now so yeah yeah well yeah once you get into like everything's happening at like the same time and and those timelines and stuff like that too so um yeah i'll do a little reading for you on your spirit guides and maybe pull some cards but before that let me think what else needs to come through about spirit guides okay so There comes a point when your spirit guides are trying to probably contact you. If you're listening to this podcast, I would imagine that there's a reason why you're here and there's a reason that you're listening to this information. I mean, as with everything, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But when I first started connecting with my spirit guides, I was kind of the same way. I'm just like, what? Like, I don't, what, what is that? Like, I have no idea what that is. And actually to get into a little bit of story time, I... 
I was really spiritual when I was young. And then I feel like just because of life circumstances, I kind of like completely forgot about that part of me. And then I got to this part in life. I was in uh, respiratory therapy school at the time and I was having a really hard go, honestly. Like I was pretty depressed, very anxious after just leaving my family, my family life. So I was in my early twenties kind of navigating what that's going to look like after that. So a time of kind of like before healing where I'm just like processing and very, very much in survival mode. And I kind of felt like victim mentality. Everything's happening to me. I can't get everything, can't get anything right. Like I was struggling with some of my schoolwork or just like showing up. I didn't have the energy levels. I was always tired. Like, you know, it goes on and on when you're kind of like in that depressive state. And I had a friend who she had a couple, she actually, she was my roommate. She had a couple of her friends that had passed away when she was younger. So she had gone to mediums a few times and I was like, wow, yeah, that's like really cool. Like I've never really thought about it or tapped into it, but I mean, I've been interested in it, but I guess never much more past the interest point because I was always like, that's something that those people can do. I'm never going to be able to do that. But it's really interesting. And I remember watching, um, yeah, the Long Island Medium specifically and really liking that show and thinking it was really interesting. But then my dad would walk in and be like, oh, my God, that lady (laughs) is full of shit. And I'm just like, oh, okay. She like, she doesn't know. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. So like, obviously you internalize that stuff. But anyway, so I had the seed planted about mediums and I think it was in the summer of actually 2019. So really not that long ago, out of nowhere, I had this really strong pull that I needed to go and see a medium. And I haven't really had anyone super close to me pass away. And that's kind of in my head, what I thought mediums were for. Like you go to a medium, if somebody passes away, like that winter in January, um, my partner's dad passed away, but I mean, I wasn't really super close with him and I wasn't like trying to go out of my way to connect with him. So, I mean, maybe he was trying to come through me. And besides that, like, um, I had a friend in high school, I guess, pass away, but there wasn't what, what I'm trying to say is there wasn't anyone that I like really set out in my mind that I need to go to a medium and like connect with right now. Mm-hmm. But I had this pull that I should go to a medium. So I knew of this one girl in the city that I was closest to and she was all booked up cause she was pregnant, but she, uh, she referenced this other lady. And so I talked to her and she's like, well, I'm like really, really booked out. Like we're probably only going to be able to do a zoom meeting. And at the time that just like didn't really sit right with me cause I'd never had this happen before. So I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see because I was moving away for school. So that's why, that, that's why the zoom meeting thing. And then, um, at the very last minute, she let me know that like a regular who literally has never canceled before and comes every week canceled her appointment. So she had an opening for me. So super exciting. I went there not really knowing what to expect, kind of just really starting to delve into this. And, uh, when I first sat down, something started to come through about my partner's dad and I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then after that, the whole reading and she spent probably two to three hours with me. The whole reading was just about me. And then this is where I'm learning. Well, like, where is she getting all this information from me? Well, these are my spirit guides. And the one thing that has always stood out to me is my ears had been ringing a lot that summer, like a lot. And 
I remember on the drive to go see her, because I had to drive about an hour to go meet her at her place. My ears were ringing like so crazy. And I never said this to her, but she mentioned it to me right away when I, when, when we started getting into the stuff about me. Yeah. She's like, she's like, yeah, I tap into things before. And like, yeah, earlier when your ears were ringing, ringing, when you were driving here, like literally says what happened. And I'm like, holy shit. She's like that those were your spirit guides trying to get your attention and then this is when it was kind of like this whole world of well what are my spirit guides what who are they what does that mean opened up and she said well they're trying to get your attention and like i said i sat with her for probably two to three hours but basically it was like it's time, honey, for you to tune in to your spirit guides. And this is how you like things in your life are going to get better um, when you start to listen to them and then as well as tune into your intuition. And they're, it's, I mean, it's more about tuning into your own intuition, but they act as a guide to help you on this earth plane for your soul mission and your soul purpose. And there's yeah. this huge awakening that's happening right now, which you talked about on our first uh, episode, just about how the frequency of the planet is actually changing right now, like on a scientific yes. level. And mm-hmm. with that, souls are beginning to wake up. So I feel like a yeah. lot of us are having this call to follow our intuition or to live right. out our soul's purpose, whatever that means. So again, the if you're veil, here, the veil is thinning. Uh, right now between the physical world and the spiritual world is a way to put it too um and the other thing that came to me about the spirit guides um or that i guess i just wanted to mention was that your spirit guides know you like similar or better than you know yourself totally they're with you all the time they've been with you since you're born before like they've been with you and it's also a really nice thought to (laughs) you're never alone um (laughs) and it's like it's kind of cute it's kind of sweet because it's like you know you go your whole beginning of your life and you don't know what your purpose is or you don't know what you want to do and they were just there with you the whole time and they were they were just watching you and they were just patient while you were being like dumb in high school and they were just patient while you're like getting blackout in college and they're just patient and they're, they're just there you know <laughs> literally oh, when you're um, face down in a field with a bottle of vodka just yeah, kidding exactly. mom <laughs> i was at a sleepover <laughs> they were with you yeah it's like it's a nice thought because it's like and they're they're patient until you're ready to talk to them until you're ready to communicate with them uh well it's nice and that's and that's the other thing because you're probably thinking back to all the shitty times in your life right now being like well if my spirit guides were with me what the fuck like thanks for helping me um but we have this thing on this earth or in the universe called divine free will and they can't step in and help us unless we mm-hmm. ask them to help us but that's oh, yeah. the thing that is a really important part of all of this actually <laughs> yeah it is really important because they they yeah. can't help you they can't do anything unless you give them consent to help you mm-hmm. you um, have to ask for help you have to ask for help and and they're always there to help and assist you but that's the thing a lot of people if they don't know their spirit guides are there and they don't know that they can access that realm how are they going to ask for help Mm-hmm. and like another and another thing like stuff that we are do that we do recently in practice is that we 
uh start is intention setting or like asking your spirit guides for help like uh like well tell the story of how they help you like find things right <laughs> oh yeah they help me find things was there a specific story for this or just like in general oh i just remember like uh, maybe i guess there's just multiple ones where you're where like i think you're like in a phase where you were like asking them for help a lot and it was just like every every single thing like oh i can't find like this boot this other boot for like a half an hour like spirit guides please help me and then you just find it like, it right happens away. to me literally uh, all, the, all time. the time now that i can like ask for help like i'll be rushing around trying to do something and there's like one specific like shirt that i'm looking for and i can't look for mm-hmm. it i can't find it at all and then i'm just like spirit guides for the love of god please help me find this shirt and literally the next mm-hmm. like thing i uncover is the shirt yeah like some- stuff like that explain you- that and to everyone, me everyone <laughs> listening can like practice that like all even if you don't like know your spirit guides or whatever you can just say like guides can you help me with this can you help me with that and um honestly like if you're open enough to it it definitely works yeah definitely and i also want to mention that the purpose of your spirit guides is to help you and assist you in cultivating your own intuition um because i don't want people to like think yeah, like oh you're the answers yeah that they're all like end all, it's the all end all be all and like the like they no. should be telling you exactly what to do it's not like that they're here to assist you and support you while you cultivate your own intuition and sense of trust and confidence and then that's where you're gonna move from is that higher self space but they're helping you get there um mm-hmm. and i guess yeah and i'm just saying that we we're in this space now where we have access to this realm because before we think it's oh it's just the psychics or the mediums right no exactly you Alyssa, you the listener whoever you have access to this but Mm -hmm. the first step is um giving consent and loving or like asking your spirit guides to come in Mm -hmm. yeah like that's another thing to just say right now like we're not in a we're no longer living in a world where there's people there's psychics that can do this and this person can do this but i can't and so i have to go to them like those times were in the past but like they may be existed but like those times are over now (laughs) like now everyone can do this um and you can start now and, and you practice and you get better and um like for real this is the veil is thinning where a lot more people are going to be tapping into their own energy and their own uh their own information and stuff like that yeah um and even like with that like when i went and seen the medium like i was like oh my god what and she's like okay well you're like you're like gifted and they're trying to tell you that and so and that was like this huge like point in time and space for me just got an earring I got it. I got a ringing. As I'm talking about the medium that <laughs> yeah. was telling me about what the earring. Yeah. I was like, you're gifted. I wonder what that means. <laughs> um, as I was at this point where she was telling me that I could do this and that this was going to be something really huge for my past. So that's three years ago when I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know how to tune in at all. Uh, fast forward to today. I just did a session with somebody where I channeled their spirit guides for them and what need to come through as well as I channeled somebody who had passed for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's so powerful. And um, so you can do it. Just- <laughs> And another thing too is like uh, spirit guides have personalities. Um, yeah, they they're because your soul like like your soul does actually have a personality. Like your soul has an essence. Your soul has like a its own unique energetic signature. And so even like in other realms or whatever, and uh, 
these yeah the, these energies they have a personality and i mean if we're if we're mostly done talking about spirit guides in general it's a great segue to that one spirit guide of mine that is always really cheeky every time you do a reading for me this one spirit guide is like what's that definition of crazy uh, you repeat the same thing over and over again and i'm like listen i know i'm in a cycle okay. um, <laughs> they do have but, personalities which is great yeah and they are yeah. not God. And, um, they are they are beings that I would yes. say are appointed by God to help us in our soul's evolution. And mm-hmm. we're evolutioning, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess now I'll tap into some of your guides and see what what comes through. Yeah. See what wants to come through or maybe like give a description of a, f- a few of them just to kind of like paint the picture for people of like... Mm, okay look like or whatever comes through okay let's take a minute and i'll just ground in okay so i feel like what i'm gonna do is i'm going to kind of give a description of some of your guides that come forward and then i'm gonna pull just one card for you just to show um just like messages. them bringing a message through and like divine guidance and like how they can kind of look and how someone can start right. working with that. So the one being that comes to me right away is a gray being. This is an ET type of being. <laughs> oh, we're going there. We're going there. Um, tall, slender. I mean, I'm probably not going to like super get into it so if you are really interested google like gray beans and because we will get into this a little bit tall more on uh, yeah tall grays yeah yeah because there's other grays yeah no shit um yeah and like i think like i just see like the big head the big uh kind of beady black eyes and like three fingers and like you can see like their rib cage and this is one of I don't actually know the name of this bean. I feel like you do. I feel like it starts with an S though, but do you know? No, there was one. Uh, Jenny told me that I had a gray guy named Hira. Is that Hira? Hira? But I don't know if that's, yeah. Like I mean, I, I, okay, well. No, I might have multiple gray guides. No, this but, is funny. Just, let, just was... let me say this because it's either, I heard Shira. Okay. So. Oh. <laughs> So regardless, oh. very close. So <laughs> okay. I mean, so maybe it, maybe it was okay. It, it, no, it, could, right. it totally well. probably is Hira or could be, but it's just it's just funny right. because that's also something. Um, <laughs> while you practice there medium ship or whatever, like people should know when you get it. Like not everything is completely definitive or always necessarily right, but but we're learning to communicate and learning that sense of practice. So and we'll keep saying this get into this more on another one Feels probably like the same guide okay yeah great. yeah I, I would say That's it's a good the confirmation same um she's going like this to say that she's the same guide so <laughs> she's the same guide Bye. yeah um okay and then it's kind of funny because like since they know we're doing this this is super cool because they're here to like support our podcast but they're just kind of like lined up so she literally just like took a step <laughs> back after and was like okay like i'm done like i'm here um so the next one is okay um i see like a big blue aura big blue aura but blonde blonde like long hair very um what's the word pointive pointative what point 
pointed like jawline like a defined jawline yeah mm-hmm. pleiadian oh yeah it's pleiadian oh okay. yeah so um i mean i guess it, we should preface by saying that Alyssa has a lot of et guides that's why she's so fucking yeah. smart because <laughs> she has all this like alien technology like instill cosmic connection yeah into her yeah. like actual dna um I mean, and then we're also going to get into each of the star systems. But anyways, um, and I just see her, like, adorned with, like, this is not a girl. This is a guy. He's a guy, but he's got long hair. Um, With, like, kind of long blue robes that have, like, gold and stuff in them. And I'm getting the word, like, commander. So he's, like yeah like a commander of a ship of some sorts and gfl ship probably yeah or you lived out a lifetime where you guys were like doing that together but he i know i've had lifetimes as a pleiadian on the gfl ship same yeah same so maybe it was that yeah i was arcturian in that one but anyways he and he's very like name for him pardon sorry i'm is there a name for him sorry i'm excited (laughs) i was just (laughs) jumping the gun hierarch Hierarch. H-E-R-A-K. Oh, Hierarch. Okay. Cool. If you think we're crazy, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Just beginning. We might be, but we also made a lot of good points about the universe. (laughs) I know, right? I think we sound pretty legit. Um. (laughs) Yeah, he's very like practical. I don't know if I said that or not yet. Um. There's something else I was going to say, but it escaped me before I said his name. He's very practical, and I feel like you can call on him in times of when you need help with school and you need help mm. with that kind of stuff, like um, with school and structure, because mm-hmm. he's very masculine. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's this other one. I find him so funny. He's got really like teen spirit energy and he kind of, he looks like Jesus and uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yes. This, is, this is the one that, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, he's so funny uh, and sarcastic. You've described him other readings. I've had him described in other readings just to give everyone context about this. Like I've had other readings. So a lot of these things that we're talking about right now have been separately confirmed. I've had other readings talk about this one guy that kind of looks like Jesus, like long hair, shaggy hair. I think this is the one that's really cheeky with me. Or with yeah. You, to me. He's like, but he's like funny. Like if you were to hang out with him in real yeah, life, yeah. he'd be really funny, but he's kind of like sarcastic and. Yeah. And is he human? Yeah. Yeah, he's human. He's got like a nose ring too. I don't know. I feel like that's important oh, to cool. say, like a, like an actual like yeah. ring. Um, yeah, and he's very just what's like. His, what's his name? I, I want to know his name. I don't know his name. Okay, not coming through. Okay, another time. Guess I'm not supposed to know. No. Well, to be honest, I bet, he, I bet you know. I bet he wants me to find out myself. That's probably what he's gonna say. Yeah, that that's literally exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, I mean, also the thing with like even when I've worked with my mentor, he's told me a lot. Like, you don't get like stuck on the names or even what they necessarily look like because th- they do like to present themselves to us in a certain way. But they can really shift, true. right? They can also shift. Yeah. yeah. Um, and same with their names. Like, their even their names are a name that they've assigned to themselves that our human brains can understand 
Right, exactly. That's a good thing to mention. Like, these names are not necessarily their names. First off, like, a lot of these things are... A name, anything is a frequency, right? When you say any name, it, like, gives off a frequency. So that's all that these things are. And they're translations into things. Anytime we communicate with spirit guides, they're translations into things that we can understand a little bit better with our limited mind. Because even though our soul is so infinite, we're still working with a limited container of a human brain Mm -hmm. so it's like there are limitations in this reality like we have a monkey mind that just is what it is so there's only so much that we can um transmit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely um so back to i'm just gonna call him shaggy (laughs) okay sounds good love that (laughs) back to shaggy that's funny there's a synchronicity with that too totally irrelevant but i think that's what bryce is gonna be or my partner is gonna be for halloween oh for halloween (laughs) love um yeah, so he's personality very cheeky. Like I know sometimes if I've done a reading for Alyssa or she's like, ask my spirit guides, I'm like, well, they kind of just told you to figure it out. So <laughs> that's all that I got from them, which definitely happens because Alyssa's at this point mm-hmm. where she's tapping into her psychic gifts Ready to and fly. they don't want me to give her the answers. <laughs> so uh-huh. they're like, figure it out, bitch. And sometimes they say that. <laughs> I mean, depending on who your spirit guards are, they know if they can joke around with you or be cheeky like that. Right. Yeah, you can be fun with them, too. Like, have a relationship with them. Yeah. Be fun with them. They know your personality. They know you. Totally. They know how funny I am. (laughs) Exactly. Funny and pretty. (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) Okay, as we were talking, and this is also... For people that are listening to me, I'm really sorry when I just like blank out and like just like completely lose my thoughts because the spirits are talking to me and they keep cutting me off. So this is going to happen a lot. But it just happened where I was talking about the one spirit guide and another spirit guide came through for you who I feel like you might not have actually met before, but I'm curious to see what you think. She is a lady and she's sitting cross-legged like she's sitting down on the floor or the ground and i feel a lot of like ancient wisdom from her like very like medicine woman very motherly she's actually even like kind of holding a baby or like holding like a like her womb space or something so this is really interesting because this guide is coming in at this time for you to call on for assistance now that you know that she's here to activate and feel into your divine feminine a little bit more well, isn't that always the theme of my readings? I need to lean into my divine feminine a little more. So, all right. Well, that's good. That's good. Oh, and um, um, since it'll help you to call on her better, her name is Anina, A-N-E-E-N-A. Okay. And she's like very cool. like soft-spoken and gentle and kind of quiet, but like, you know, she's like very like strong also and like very ancient. Like she looks like very tribal hmm cool nice i can't wait to work with her yeah that's cool um should i play you a card and then yeah wrap up? let's see what mess well, we've introduced the lineup yeah some Was of the lineup. any anything else you wanted to touch on about that or any other guides that i didn't mention that didn't come through that you maybe know of i know that there is some of the references that I that I say when I pull from guides is from other readings that I have had. I know there is a, probably like some female Pleiadian on my team. Um, wow, 
that's the only other one that I remember being like coming through a lot in a reading. That makes sense. Unless I confused these guys because yeah. it's just the long blonde hair. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also want to say, yeah, no, I think I think we got a really cool like. I think this is awesome. I really hope that everyone is enjoying the show. <laughs> Enjoy like the I show, am. the shit show. Enjoy the show. Um, and I was also gonna say, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, setting a sacred space and protecting yourself before connecting. So I think this is really, really important to talk about. Although I feel like we're getting to the point of running out of time today because we'll need to dedicate more time. Um, if that's something you want to int listen to i'm going to make a point of talking about that on our next episode because that's really important before connecting knowing how to set up a sacred space and protecting yourself so that you are calling in your guides that are of love and light right okay good yeah let's do a little message and then we'll wrap up because i think uh yeah just clearing the cards (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that's how you clear your cards. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I always knock on it and just like clear them. Yeah. Okay, so calling in Alyssa's angels and guides for a message that she needs to hear right now. You don't actually have to use cards. I like to because they're cute and fun and pretty and they give a nice little visual representation to whoever that they're for. Mm -hmm. So we'll just wait for that to come out. (laughs) You can't really see me shuffling. Oh, there we go. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Star Keeper, Cosmic Ancestor, Seed the Light by Staying Grounded. Uh, this is fitting for right now when we're talking about all of my cosmic family. I think that's really cool that we um oh. yeah, are talking about all this and this is the, the sorry, I'm probably far away from the mic. This is the card that we pulled. Yeah, that is really cool, actually. It's real, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let me tune into this for a second. Okay, so they're just saying that, like, well, like we talked about, that you are a cosmic ancestor, and with that, you can call upon them for support. I mean, we've talked about that and doing that, but they're just, like, Mm -hmm. reminder that you can call upon us for support for literally anything and everything so if you need a little extra boost for some things in your life right now um finishing your paper or whatever call on them mm-hmm. um and i have been i call in everyone in the universe before i start doing my work yeah everyone yeah fair enough um i feel like this is also just a reminder to the listeners about being able to call on them and then see the light by staying grounded so I feel like this card is actually coming through to let you know, like your your guides and angels want to let you know that you're doing a good job and that they recognize that and that they're really proud of you. Mm-hmm. And this is just like a reminder of like, keep going, keep seeding the light yeah. by being you, keep anchoring in and keep grounding and most importantly, keep regulating. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me see if there's anything else. Yeah, they're saying that your um, self-regulation practice is, like, really, really, really important. So keep going on that train, which you know that, but it's obviously just a reminder to come Mm -hmm. through. Sometimes it's... Yeah, and it's good validation just for me knowing that, like, it is working as much as I think that it is, you know? Yeah. They say... um, 
with the kundalini it's like you're opening up a portal and there's gonna be yeah yeah, and there's gonna be feel that like there's gonna be like a next phase so you're going to finish up your your paper your doctorate and then it's like there's like a portal after that or maybe on that day that is going to like open up after where um your psychicness and your abilities and that part of you is really going to start coming to the forefront awesome yeah i feel that too like because it kind of just goes along with the whole idea of of with anything it's like once you complete one chapter you're just you're at a new level and you're ready for something else and so i feel like once i finish my phd um it's like and also it's about space right it's like when i finish my phd a whole thing that was taking up my life force energy for seven years is cleared and then it leaves space and then i'm ready for the next things to come in so that's uh, that's awesome cool it's exciting yeah it is hell yeah yeah and like with the kundalini like oh my god it's so powerful that you feel that portal opening up every time i mean every every time you do the practice it's just like yeah third eye popping i mean i don't know how much like we've already been going for a while but i mean long episodes are probably okay i was curious if there's any points that you can think of or remember in time where you were like oh like you're like my spirit guides are here or like kind of like my story Mm-hmm. or like learning um, to tap into them and how that either how that helped your life how that affected your life if it did mm-hmm. yeah i think like um well you know I, i'll tell i'll tell like when i first started learning about this like and this is another thing we want to talk talk about like just kind of how we came into our awakenings more and stuff like i remember Right. Like when I first started to um, like notice the number 444 and I had heard about it from like other mediums that I watched on TV and stuff like that. And I knew that it was like an angel number or whatever. But I remember like when I first and I was like in a really important transition in my life, like I was about to take like the qualifying exams in my program, um, like a big like comprehensive exam and everything. And I think I remember like starting to notice 444s and then I like looked it up. And so I guess this is more just about like the first synchronicities that I started to experience. But that was important because it was the first time that I actually it was like it was really one of the first stages of me branching into my spirituality. It was it was like kind of the first time that I was like, wait, this is real. Like, oh, my God, they're here and they're communicating with me. And it was and it felt big. And it was and it was like because it was like right when I found out what the number 444 meant and I like looked it up and I was like, whoa, cool synchronicities. Then I saw it everywhere. And I remember so specifically like. I saw it a bunch on like license plates mm-hmm. in that one day and like just and, and just like and not even just like on a highway just like I was backing out I was like backing up in a parking lot and like the one car in my rear view mirror was like four for four stuff like that and then that day I looked at the time for the time that the sun was going to set why was I even looking up the time of the sunset I don't know and the sun was going to set at 444 that day and so there was just kind of like this uh, conglomerate of of signs. And that was the first time where I really felt a connection to my spirit team, I think, and just the idea of synchronicities. And I was like, wait, oh, wow, they are really here. This is really like a thing and happening. And I think that's kind of, I kind of like that year. And I remember, yeah, this was like January of 2018. Mm-hmm. That year was like very transformational Same. for me in terms of interesting. hitting rock bottom to yep. come back up. Yep. In terms of your, in terms of a divine, re- a divine intervention. Divine <laughs> um, 
divine intervention, divine down redirection. And said, Get your shit together. Um, <laughs> yeah, 2018 was a really big year on that for me. Yep, same. So when I look back at it, I kind of see it as like the beginning of my journey to understanding the spirit world and understanding like my spirituality and stuff. Yeah, nice, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, so do we have anything else we want to mention for today? I think I feel like we got in like this was a really great episode for everyone. Um, I think I really hope that this has um, captured your attention, uh, given a good preview for some of the things planted seeds for you to think about things uh given a good preview for a lot of things this is kind of uh how this is gonna go like a lot of live channeling like from Michaela and from myself about other information um and these things are really gonna evolve as as the podcast and show evolves um so but definitely a lot of a lot of this stuff and a lot a lot of live channeling and um yeah really excited cool me too um, before we go, I'll just mention some of the stuff that's going on for me. So right now I have some offers, um, available over at my Instagram, uh, at Mariposa Moonchild. And I have past life regressions that I'm doing as well as just kind of a reading where I did with like, uh, Alyssa today where we tapped into their guides, but it would be like mm-hmm. a full personalized reading for that. Um, as well as an intuitive activation reading, which I feel like those are going to be my new favorite ones. I should probably give a cool. Is that what you did today? No, I just did like kind of a general, yeah, like kind of a general reading, and then yeah. pa- or tapped into the past loved ones. Um, no, I did one mm-hmm. of those ones recently, though. I should probably just explain it because that's kind of like the whole point of doing this. But um, the uh, mm-hmm. the intuitive um, initiation activation. No, the soul initiation activation. So basically she was in a place where she said yes to my spirit guides. Yes to my intuition. I'm ready to go down that path, but I'm really at the beginning stages. So we channeled some messages from her spirit guides and I pulled some cards and let that came through. And then we began working on her, what I like to call her magic toolbox, which I find that I'm building this Mm. with pretty much every single client that I have now where your guides come through. That's a nice term. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Or your guides come through to give mm-hmm. you... Today, we talked a little bit more about coping skills, but or tools that are going to help you in this transition period mm-hmm. um, as you begin to delve into really cultivating that relationship with your guides and with your, um, with your higher self and your intuition. So we, then we yeah. brought in a few different tools. Um, and then after that, I did uh, meditation activation where we went through all the chakras. We cleansed and cleared. We grounded in. And then we brought in some really pure, beautiful white light and activated the chakras as well as like the next initiation phase. Nice. Yeah. And I I wanted to mention um, like just as an example of like uh, I know whatever little reading that you gave for me today like was a little bit um general but of course these things like these messages that you get do get very specific um and they do get very tailored they do get very much like how are you in my mind like that time that my spirit guides told me that i keep on going for my walks in the woods with headphones on when they want me to go and experience the silence and and i was like how do they know that every time i'm like i shouldn't bring because they're always with you like my they're always with you i'm always um, watching (laughs) <laughs> or what is that? Did you watch Monsters Inc. as a like, kid? What? 
always watching oh, you, Wazowski. Yeah, yeah. Always watching. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that that was a skill of yours doing a. <laughs> I feel like we're going to learn a lot about each other now. <laughs> we sure are. <laughs> Your eyes got like, oh, yeah, so just... big. You're just like, what is she doing? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Um, the, no, the one other thing about the specifics that I was going to say was like for the toolbox like I remember one reading that you gave me like my guide said to specifically use hematite mm. and give transfer my worries to a hematite crystal which is more like a hematite looks like a almost looks like metal it's like a very earthy uh, like earthy met- metallic kind of um, rock almost and it's it, those kinds of those kinds of uh, crystals and stuff like really absorb and so that was and I and I did that like right and I and I took uh, I took a lined action and like right after you said that I went and I bought a hematite the next day and I did a practice every morning where I transferred like all of my worries and like all of my things to the hematite and it was really helped like I actually things started turning around oh my god you know I think the day after that reading is like when I had that uh like job forwarded to oh, me wow. that I went through Hell that whole yeah. process. Hell yeah, love to hear with. it. Um so just these these things like are really synchronistic. Um there's a lot more specifics that you can get if you get a reading from Yeah. Highly so that one I think is going to be obviously. huge the building do the like soul initiation activation but that's where we begin building your toolbox and making and connecting you to your guides and creating that relationship so with your toolbox you're learning right. to uh, regulate yourself as well as connect to them so you can start doing this stuff on your own so it's a really good um, starting point yeah yeah awesome so yeah go to go book a reading you definitely should get some guidance, yo. We all need it. Oh, yeah. You might just find out that you have interdimensional spirit guides and you might get some messages from a tall Or guy. that you're meant to do more than work your corporate job nine to five. For myself, uh, I just have my uh, Instagram page, interdimensional.astrophysics. Uh, we're on there. I will be posting some fun clips from the podcast maybe if any you know there, there's anything that um anything cool that i say i'll be posting that i also make separate videos and posts kind of just on downloads i get about the universe about um all, all these things all these things that we talk about on here so go give me a follow over there yeah um, and follow me at and yeah and follow the uh and follow the instagram page for this podcast which is at the orphic podcast yeah And then I think I already mentioned mine. Follow me at Mariposa Moonchild, as well as please Mm -hmm. um, subscribe and like this video and do all those things that podcasters and YouTubers are supposed to say at the end. (laughs) Like, comment, and subscribe, baby. Fucking do it. Like, comment, (laughs) subscribe. Leave a review. (laughs) Leave a review. Smash the five stars. But please do. Please do. If you enjoyed this please smash that five stars and leave a comment and review and share a video. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for you today. Um, (laughs) This has been the Orphic beyond ordinary understanding. And I'm pretty sure we got into a lot of things beyond ordinary today. So I think we're leaving people on this, uh, this first real episode where we're getting into the meat of things. Like, um, I hope that everyone is uh, living up to the name that, that we're really we're really getting into the beyond ordinary all right well yeah see you guys next week fair enough bye peace